The chase is on. So the points keep flowing. Oh, what a play. I need to see from a different angle. Can you believe that? It's the Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast with Nick Callum and Riley. Hello, it's another episode of Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast. Nick Callum and Riley joining you once again as we talk all things round 19 of the 2023 NRL competition. Nick, good last week for you for uh, for head-to-head. Yes, thank you, mate. Um, I had a decent week against you. Good win. GG. I was going to send you a message, but um, nah, I was a bit salty because oh, any other I, person I would have versed, I would have got the dub. But anyway, well, not everyone, but uh, not everyone. I, I also was going to send you something, but I didn't. What were you going to send, mate? Participation ribbon. <laughs> Don't steal my jokes, man. <laughs> Happens every week. Callum, well, mate, I just, I just want to say, I just want to say before you move on to Callum that uh, enjoy the bottom eight. Yikes. Wow. All right. It's going to be one of those episodes. Callum, how are you? I'm okay, mate. Just sitting here listening to you two absolute drivel. Mm. Nonsense left, right and centre. Fair dinkum. What a mate. I know. That's a bit bit harsh, but look, it's fair. All right. Let's go through our own team performances, if you don't mind, before we get to Nick. I'll go through mine. So I versed Nick to -to head-to-head in round 18. I got... 989, which I thought was a pretty good week. Um, top scorers were Payne Haas, uh, had David Fafita as well in there, Captain Nico Hines, who ended up getting 94, total score of 188. Um, Joey Manu, I had Mazu, uh, the Knights absolutely dominated um, on Sunday. And then uh, you also had Kalen Ponga. And yeah, just a couple of 40s and 50s here and there. So not too bad. Overall rank, I'm just not even going to say mine anymore. Origins destroyed me. Uh, Callum, let's move on to you. How'd you go? Not too bad, mate. I won't talk about the result if I won or lost. Shan't be mentioning that. Um, but yeah, people did all right. My mids performed, except for the one bloke who I bought in, Isaiah Yo. Shout out to him. Um, I think it's the first time in probably two seasons where he's scored below 50. Um, it happens to be when I actually bring him into my team and yeah, it's the first time I've owned him. So cheers, big ears. Um, Munster, brought him in, 53. Happy with that. That's okay in a losing team. Nigger Hines, captain. Said it last week, hoping he'd do something similar. Against the Dragons, where he scored that 98 um, for his first game back this season. He scored a 94, so thank you very much. Lemuelu, struggling with him at the moment. 24 points. He's probably going to be a big um, discussion point for the potty this week. Uh, But it's just not great from him. Dream Buller, the ice cream uh, truck stopped working, and I think it might be time for people to move on, but we'll discuss about him. And Caelan Ponga did all right as well. Jake Turpin, 17, not great. Um, But it's okay. I love fantasy. We love fantasy. That's exactly right. Hey, Nick, how'd you go? Mate, I just want to say that I was just having a joke before, mate. So uh, you actually had a very good week. Um, I was a little bit worried at one point. Um, That would have been going into the two Sunday games. Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. Greg Marju, I was a bit worried. He could have scored a large (laughs) score. I was pretty concerned. But um, yeah, so I scored 1,042. I um I brought in Nico Hines 
and Captain Dim, which was uh, lucky I did that. Otherwise, I uh, may not have won. Um, I also brought in Isaiah Yo, like Callum, and uh, I, I brought him in just to match you, Riley, to be honest, really. Um, yeah. And and also, he's not going to miss another head-to-head game, probably. So that's the reason I brought him in. I was thinking about Payne Haas as well. Um, obviously, he scored better. He scored uh, 75, was it? Yep. But I think he's injured now, and Broncos also have two buys. They have one buy in the finals for head-to-head. So that's why I didn't go him. Um, I also have Lemuelu. So I'll have to make a cho- uh, choice around him as well. We'll talk about that later. I had uh, James Tedesco got 62, which was great. Uh, Joseph Tarpany, 85. That was, that was good. Been the Tarpany. I've had him the whole season, mate. So mm, Just that one week where he actually does really well. Yeah. And uh, I brought in Brendan Piacura as well, but I did not play him. So he got 31 or something. So not too bad. Sorry, 29. So yeah, just making some cash for me. Very good. Uh, if your team did well, make sure you send us a message. Tell us how you're going. If you're struggling, uh, we're always happy to answer any questions that you may have. So uh, follow us on socials. We are on Facebook, Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast. And we're also on Insta. Send us the cheeky DM on Three Blokes NRL Fantasy. Uh, before we get into round 19, we'd love to thank our sponsors for the potty. So we have Harson Photography. Uh, photography, videography, and some pretty good DJs in Southeast Queensland. Want to find out more? Just visit harsonphotography.com. They're on all social media platforms as well. And we also love to thank Wolf Consulting and Risk. They are a Brisbane-based consulting firm servicing clients Australia-wide, specializing in the areas of risk management, litigation support, and restructuring. Thank you very much to our two sponsors for the potty. All right, let's move on to... Round 19, we've uh, got some, well, a lot of buys because we're heading into Origin next week. Um, so let's start off with Thursday night footy. We've got the Tigers taking on the Sharks. Uh, we'll start off with the Tigers. Callum, team changes coming into this week. Alex Trials banned for dangerous contact offence brings Atasi James onto the bench. David Nofaluma and Brent Naden have dropped out of the back line, replaced by Tommy Tillow and Asuka Poa after they were annihilated last week by the Cowboys. Big smile on your face when you said that, Cow. Would have been a good week for you. 100%, mate. We take the wins. Uh, Isaiah Papali'i, Nick, 44. What did you think of his performance last week? I mean, 44 is probably not great for someone like Isaiah Papali'i, but you've got to keep in mind they lost 72-0, or whatever it was, so... 74. 74, sorry. 74-0. So losing 74-0 and getting 44 is not too bad. Um, hopefully when they get Luke Brooks back from injury they um, and Appy Corusau, he will um, jump back up and score with a bit of attacking stats, hopefully. So, yeah, it's um, he's someone to keep your eye on if you don't have him um, in your edge because, uh, yeah, he's still pretty pretty cheap. Going against the Sharks this week, do you think that you're going to target any Tigers players if you don't have them thus far? Well, yeah, overall players, I guess, would be um, head-to-head. Um, I've said this in the other two podcasts that we've had on Origin Weeks. Um, you'd probably want to avoid trades unless you're trading out someone who's 
going to lose a lot of money for you. Um, so, but overall players, yeah, you'd probably be targeting Isaiah Papali or John Bateman or someone like that who, um, yeah, if you need them for your positions, you just got to look at the positions in your team that you need. Speaking of John Bateman, Cal, 33 uh, last week. Wasn't his best score, but um, do we just keep him? Yeah, 33 from 54 minutes. Um, wasn't too good. Uh, that's okay. Um, I'm going to keep him at the moment. He actually is gone. He's gone back to the edge this week. He's not starting at lock. Um, so Sean Bloor's gone to the bench. Um, and I think Pole starting at the and the number 13. But I think Bateman will probably start on the edge and uh, similar to what he was doing about uh, three rounds ago, four rounds ago when he was on the edge, then moving into the middle, playing the rest of the game uh, in the middle. I think he'll go back to that role. Um, and then Bloor will come on probably uh, for Pole. Um, but if you're an owner of Bateman, I'd just be holding at the moment. There's no point rushing to sell him out after one bad score where uh, he got taken off the field. I'm not sure if he was taken off the field just to be rested because they were getting destroyed um, and they just wanted to change a few things up. But yeah, I, I wouldn't be too concerned at this point in time. And finishing off with Buller, Callum, we'll stick with you. Um, 15. So do you think Buller could be a, a trade this week or what Nick said before, you got to hold... Yeah, it's tough. His break even's at 62, um, so he's not going to score that against the Sharks. If he does, it'll be a miracle. Um, but in saying that, I'm probably going to hold. If I had multiple trades, I probably would trade, but I've only got the one, um, and I'm probably going to use that this week anyway on another bloke who we'll get to later. Um, but yeah, Buller, I think at the moment, you could probably just hold, um, hope that he does all right this week and then next week. Uh, look to move him on because he's not going to be that keeper that we're looking for. Let's move on to their opponents on Thursday night. They're taking on Cronulla Sharks. Callum, any team changes coming into this one? Cameron McInnes moves into the starting side at lock for the suspended Dale Finucane. Toby Rudolph returned from a foot injury in New South Wales Cup for Newtown on Saturday. Um, and he comes back in for Braddon hamlin Uele, who suffered a rib injury against the Dragons. Nico Hines, is, is is he the uh, obvious captaincy option this week, Nick? Yes, he is. He is definitely the best captaincy option. Um, so, yeah, if you don't have him in your team, you will be struggling. You're going to be struggling trying to get him in your team anyway, hey? I mean, he's not a million, but 989, that's um still quite up there. You have to make some big boy trades to get him in. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, we all had to do that. So, yeah. Let's go to Nikora, Nick. Um, didn't play last week. How do you reckon he's going to go up against the Tigers? That's really good from Callum. He's uh, stuffed that one up. But um, yeah. I think he scored 51 from memory 53. or something like that. Uh, um, 53. He scored... 53? Yeah. Scored two tries, though, in that 53. Uh, so that's slightly concerning. Um, but... The Sharks have a pretty decent run home. No more buys left, I'm pretty sure, as well. So um, he could be someone you want to maybe purchase instead of Isaiah Papali'i if you want someone a little bit different because I think most people are going to go with the Tigers' edges, not Nikara for the Sharks, but they're both similarly priced, um, Ipaps and Nikara, and... I think Sharks have got way more attacking opportunities than the Tigers will. Therefore, Nikara is capable of those higher scores. 
at times. But uh, he's he's a bit up and down. It depends if he scores or not. Tries. Let's go to Talakai Cal. Uh, 62, really good performance from him. Uh, are we seeing the 2022 version of Talakai? Yeah. Oh, I just thought I'd add him in because um, I know a few people looking at center options uh, moving forward because they're not overly impressed with the likes of Jack Bird and uh, Connolly Lemuelu. Um, so I just thought I'd add Sipper in um, just as a, I suppose you could say a pod option. He's only owned by 2% of people, so that really is a pod. Um, I don't mind him, especially with the Sharks run home. Um, their draws, Tigers, Warriors, Manly, Panthers, Rabbits, Titans, Cowboys, Knights. So you got a mixed bag there, but there's a few easier teams while there are tougher teams. Um, so he, he could benefit from that draw. Um, he's been scoring okay of recent times. Obviously, last week got that 62, which was quite nice if you're an owner. Um, but I just thought I'd adding in there as a potential option. There's other candidates that I think are better, but I think he's better to, well, than his counterpart, um, who we'll name in the, the as our next player. Jesse Ramian. Take yeah. it away. Well, I just think Talakai is probably going to be slightly better than Ramian. I think he might have a um, a higher floor to him. Um, so if you're looking at bringing in the Shark Center, I'd probably go him over Ramian, but there's still decent options. Obviously, Ramian's um, cheaper, I'm pretty sure, looking at what I've written down here, unless it's another stuff up to add to the list. Um, Mate, what's no, going no. on with you? I've got that right. He is, he, is, he is cheaper. Um, so he's, he's dropped a lot of money. If you do want to go him over Talakai, I don't mind it, but I'd actually prefer to go Talakai, I think, at this point in the season over Ramian. That's our first game of round 19. I'm going to go Sharks. Nick, who you got? Sharks. Cow? Dark. All righty. We'll move on to Friday night footy. We've got the Dragons taking on the Raiders. Um, let's start off with the Dragons, Cal. Uh, Tyrell Sloan has been replaced at fullback by former Warrior and Titan Paul Turner, who will play his first game for the Dragons. Moses Suley returns from a head knock in the centres uh, with Ben Hunt on origin duty. Jaden Sullivan shifts to halfback. Tao Mone comes in at 5'8". Daniel Russell has been called onto the bench for his NRL debut. Uh, Jack Bird remains sidelined as he battles a knee injury. So for coaches who still haven't traded Jack Bird out, Nick, would you say that that's a good idea or a bad idea coming into round 19? Well, I I think most overall coaches would have already sold Bird. So um, if you haven't, though, sell him. If you're an overall player, I think. If you're a head-to-head player... um, I was very close to holding Bird last week, but I ended up trading him. Um, so there will be a few head-to-head players that still have him. And you're obviously not playing this week in your head-to-head league, most likely, unless your settings are different. So um, it's probably fine to hold this week just to see. Well, and then they got the buy next week. Um, you got to keep in mind. So he's going to miss next week again. But if he's having those next two weeks out, um, you'd expect his injury to be a bit, you know, him to be fresh coming back in round 21. So I can see you holding if you really really want to, uh, if you're struggling in those center positions as well. Uh, Probably one of the best performers this year in fantasy, Jack DeBellin. Easy decision, just hold here. What happens though if we are only 
like Callum and, and have got that one or two trades remaining and don't have Jack DeBellin in the team, would you make that final trade for Jack or is it a little bit too late, Cal, do you reckon? Um, tough question. Uh, obviously, next week we get the extra eight trades, which I can't wait for because I'll probably be max trading. Um, but Jack DeBellin, I, don't, I, I still don't mind him. He's scoring consistent. He's playing the 80 minutes in the middle. Um, he's their best forward, so he demands those minutes. I would go Isaiah Yo, um, Payne Haas in front of him, potentially even a Tino, but I'd say Jack's probably um safer option than them. Even Coy Horse will probably go over Jack DeBellin. But yeah, Jack DeBellin's still a, a great option. He's definitely someone if you haven't got at this point of time that you should be looking to target for the run home. Um and then yeah. I, I think, though, do the Dragons have the buy around 20? Yes. So just keep that in mind if you're bringing him in this week. Um, he'll miss the following for head-to-head. But one, one to look at for the finals, for sure. Nick, talk us through Zach Lomax. Oh, yes, one of my draft centers. Um, <laughs> my my fantastic draft team this year, uh, Zachy Lomax has been holding it up. I, I think he? he's... No, he hasn't been holding it up. But um, so this is another center option that comes obviously included here to go in the discussion with Jesse Ramian and Talakai. He is the most expensive of those three. Um, Here's the goal kicker. So I guess he's got a little bit of safety in around that, but the Dragons haven't been going so well anyway. So you can't really rely on many points there, maybe two or four. Um. Yeah, I, I probably would not go him. Obviously, they got the buy in round 20 next week, so he's going to be missing that anyway. And yeah, I just, he's the highest, highly, highest priced of those three. So I'd probably be looking at the other two, Talakai or Ramian over Lomax personally. I don't know about you, Callum. What would you do? I'd probably do the same. I do like Lomax because he's a goal kicker, but he plays for a, a team that's struggling to say the least um they might struggle to score points but he's been he's been a gun previously in the centers but yeah i'd, I'd prefer the sharks players uh their opponents a team that's looking to be really good contenders for the top four this year in my opinion the raiders callum team changes Corey horsburgh's maroons call up <laughs> sees atta moriate uh, move from prop to lock and Emre Gula move into the starting side in the front row. Basami Solo failed a HIA last week and will miss the game. His place has been taken by Trey Mooney. The other new man on the bench is Peter Holler. Let's talk about your boy, uh, Nick. Obviously, he did really, really well for you last week. 85, Joey Tarpany. Um, is that like his best score this year so far? Yeah, he got... Um... He got a high 70s or a low 80s against the Rabbits that night, probably about a month ago. But, yeah, this is his best score. Um, He got extra minutes here because um, there was a head knock. So he went off about 25 minutes into the game, and then he came back on like with a minute to go before halftime. And then I think he pretty much Nelly played the rest of the game. He came off and then went back on again in the second half, just briefly. Um, so he got what sixty minutes, I think sixty-five minutes and eighty-five points. 
Yeah, he, he's looking he's looking better than the start of the season with like how he's running. He's looking to offload a little bit more, even though I don't think he got an offload in this game. He might have got one. Um, yeah, so he's got a buy next week as well. So just be careful of that. But he is someone you can probably hunt if you think that's going to keep up. Um, with Josh Papali'i out, it might. But then when he comes back, I think he'll just go back to those probably low 50 scores and he mightn't really be worth it. Um, however, he could have a big score this week with the horse out. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, Hudson Young, Callum. Yeah, he's playing for him because he wasn't selected for the Blues. Um, so he's great if, you, if you're an owner. Um 72 last week, that in, that um, was also with a try, I believe. Uh, but 72 is quite good. We'll be mentioning if you are an owner, just to hold and see how he went over this little period before you move him on to a more established gun on the edge. Um, but look, at this point in time, he's definitely just worth holding. Um, he's not someone that I would be look, looking to purchase anytime soon, unless he's the only one um, that you could get to with your price range. Um, but yeah, Hudson Young, he's Fine, hold on to. And you mentioned it before, Cal, Corey Horsburgh. Uh, you got the origin call-up. So what do we do fantasy-wise? Oh, you just hold this bloke, fair dinkum. He's killing it. I love Corey Horsburgh. I say it every week. I can't wait to see him run out for the Maroons. The big red replacing the other fiery Thomas Flegler for our team. So I can't wait to see him. Hopefully hopefully he goes out there and he's, he's okay. He doesn't get suspended because I need him. We all need him for our fantasy sides. Um, but yeah, he, he's a competitor. He's going to kill it in origin and he's just someone that you're going to have to hold on to. Let's talk about Matt Timoko. Uh, Nick. Interesting. Yeah. I just brought up his uh, season here and um, he's a bit up and down. Um, however, the last four weeks he's got in the forties, the last four games. So that is not bad. Um, yeah, obviously looking at their run home, it's actually quite decent as well. They've got Warriors over in New Zealand. They've got the Storm at Amy Park and then the Broncos, but that's down in Canberra. So that's probably the three hardest games. Also the Sharks as well away in the last round. So a bit of a mixed draw. So not too bad. He, he can score. Um, I think, though, he's probably a bit bit too much to justify bringing someone in who can who gets 40s with a try. And then if he doesn't score a try, he has scored like 15s and 16s this year. So I think 512K is too much for a player like that, like Tomoko. Why is Seb Chris on the run sheet, Callum? This bloke is here um, simply for the fact that other podcast who we shan't be naming um mentioned throughout their potties uh but i actually have had him listed for a while i didn't want to bring him up just yet uh, but he's someone that you could cash down to as he has the center winger fullback duel because at this point of time the season you're looking at bringing in players as well um for those you know peak cash cows um to utilize their cash you're looking at people who are actually playing and not just red dots um, and he's been playing the whole season, playing at fullback, not scoring very well, might I add. Uh, hence the reason why he is 315k. Um, I think he, that 21 he scored last week, I'm pretty sure he scored a try. So big yikes. 
Um, but I just thought I'd add him in there. He's a cheap person you can have who's got the jewels. So if you ever needed to have someone playing, then he could cover the center or the winger fullback. It's better to have someone who is playing, even if they score poorly. Because um, if one of your players is out, he can come in um, and then cover that position. It's better than having a, a zero, I suppose, for your team and only playing with 16. All righty, we've got the Dragons taking on the Raiders. Nick, who you got for the two points? Go on the Raiders. Callum. Raider. I'm going to go Raiders as well. They are looking pretty darn good this season. Uh, let's talk about Super Saturday. Only two games. We've got the Eels taking on the Warriors for our first game, Callum. So let's talk about Parramatta. What have they got coming into this week? Clint Gutherson is on origin duty. <laughs> the king. <laughs> the cat. Um, that sees Sean Russell slide into fullback and Isaac uh, Lumi Lumi come in on the wing. Dejan Arzi moves to halfback to cover for Mitch Moses, while Ryan Madison will play at 5'8". Edge forward Sean Lane is back from a hamstring injury. Um, that'll be his first game since round 11. Junior Parlo and Offahiggy Ogden are the starting props in the absence of Regal Campbell-Gillard, who is also on Blues duty. Luca Morietti has been added to the bench. Dylan Brown faces another four games on the sideline after he was issued with a breach notice by the NRL on Monday. Interesting stuff. So owners of Mitchell Moses, what do we do? Do we just have him in emergency or what? Yeah, I've actually got him in my starting side, even though he's not playing just for shits and gigs. Beautiful. Uh, Jermaine Hopgood, Callum. Yep, um, he'll kill it this week. He's been a gun. Um, He's fine to have. You can still look to target him. For the run home, their buy, um, the next buy for Parramatta is round 27, which actually doesn't count for most head-to-head leagues if that's how it um, is set up, which is, that's how ours are set up. Um, but yeah, Hopgood, he's fine to have middle and edge duel. Um, that's gold at the moment. That's exactly what you want in your team to cover those positions. But yeah, he's, he's a great scorer. No need to panic and sell him anytime soon at the moment. Uh, Nick, let's head over to you for Ryan Madison. Yeah, he's an interesting one. Um, I guess if you still have him, you'd probably Nelly hold at this point. Um, I think you should have already got off Ryan Madison. But yeah, it's it's a difficult one because you don't know where he's going to play when it's the the team is back to back to full strength. Um, I, I believe it will be Junior Polo and Regan Campbell-Gillard and then Hopgood at 13 and then Madison on the bench playing 55, 60 minutes. And in that case, he's probably not probably not someone you want in your team at the end of the season anyway, I guess. So you'll probably try and jump off then and trade him, I think, if you can. Brendan Hands, Nick. Yeah, I have him. Um, they got that Luca Morietto on the bench, but he's an edge according to the app. I don't really know if he's going to fill in that hooker. Um, but yeah, he's someone that will make uh, money for, I don't know, a couple more weeks and then I'll be selling him out. It could be a bit risky bringing him in now. Um, I mean, if you're really desperate though, you could. Um 
But yeah, Josh Hodgson, I think, is due back in about two to three weeks because I saw somewhere that he was going to be out for six weeks with that neck thing a few weeks ago. So, yeah. But it's up to you. It's a bit risky to bring him in, but it's not not terrible. Callum, has Will Penasini become fantasy relevant again, or was that 59 just a one-off score? No, no, he's been quite consistent. Um, I'm considering him. Stop it. But I don't actually know what I'm going to do at this point of time. Um, I don't. I don't mind him if you're looking at picking up a center. Um, he's been more consistent than what others have. Um, he doesn't have the high scoring game so as what other centers do here and there. But he has been the more consistent um, than those other options. So I don't mind him. Um, there is risk involved, and there's probably better options at center. Um, but for I was just going to say, rank, would you would you want to be spending that much money in a center position because he's six thousand, like six hundred thousand? Yeah, yeah, I, I would because at this point of the season, you're just going to have to spend whatever the hell you can, pretty much. And just don't look at the price tag. Just get whoever you can that's got the best average in the position and move on because I can't do it with these dud centers. It happens every year. It annoys the absolute shit out of me. Let's move on to the Eels opponents for Saturday. Uh, we've got the the Waz Cal team changes. Um, Andrew Webster has named the same 17 that took on the Rabbitohs. Um, the only late change that might occur would be halfback Sean Johnson. Um, he possibly might remain in New Zealand for the birth of his second child. So congratulations to him. Um, Ronald Volkman is listed amongst the reserves and would be the man who would fill the void in the number seven jersey if Sean Johnson doesn't make the trip. Um, I'll also add Josh Curran has been issued with the breach notice. Um, by the NRL and will miss the game through suspension. There you go. So what is the deal with Sean Johnson this week, Callum? What do coaches need to do? Um, well, this is the thing. If you are wanting to play him, if you, if you only have him and another person for your halves, and that's fine, you can still captain SJ, um, but you're going to have to have a decent backup as a um, vice captain. So if you don't own... Nico Hines, then the vice captain, in my opinion, would be probably DeBellin or maybe a Bateman for this week. Maybe even IPAPS if you owned him. Um, but ideally, you should have both SJ and Hines and you'd be captaining Hines and then putting the vice captain on someone else in case something happens to either one of Nico Hines or SJ. Good, good shout. Uh, Tohu Harris, Nicholas. Yeah, had a uh, bit of a bounce back. They're in terrible conditions last week. That was shocking, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was just absolutely shocking. Yeah, but Torhu's not a bad, you know, middle there. He had one bad score, but usually he's above 50. He's still fairly cheap. So if you are looking for someone in the middle position, most of us are pretty blessed with middles at the moment. So... But, yeah, if you're looking for a third middle or something, um, Toru Harris is probably a really good option still. I just brought in this bloke, uh, Chan's Nickel Clockstard. Um, quite happy. Even He he did get 31, uh, but, you know, 
I think with the situation that's happening with Reese Walsh and the uncertainty with players like Tedesco and that, I think he is a safe option. Cal, you actually recommended getting in Nico uh, Clockstart in this week for me. Um, would you ma- recommend this to other coaches coming into this week against the Eels? Yeah, I don't mind it. Um, he scored better than SJ in those wet conditions, so he's a gun player. Um, but yeah, no, chance of clock start. I actually don't mind him as an option. He has had a better base than what other winger fullbacks have. I know some of them are more expensive than him because they've had bigger um, games, but he's had a better base and he's probably going to be slightly more cons- consistent than other options. So if he's in your price range and you can't get to that next tier gun, then yeah, I'd still recommend getting in um, CNK for sure. Got the Waz taking on Eels in Parramatta by the looks of things. Cal, who you got for the two points? Eel. Nicholas. If Sean Johnson plays, I'll go the Warriors. I'm going to go Eels. All right, let's move on to the second game, Super Saturday. We've got the Rabbitohs taking on the Bulldogs. Big yikes for the Bulldogs uh, who lost quite you know, harshly to the Knights. Uh, let's kick it off with the Rabbitohs, though, Callum. Team changes. With Cody Walker, Cameron Murray, Damien Cook, and Keon Kalalamatungi on Blues Origin duty. Dean Hawkins is the new 5'8". Saliva Havili starts at hooker. And Ben Lovett and Shaq Mick, uh, Mitchell come into the back row. Isaiah Tass returns at centre. So last week's debutante Tyrone, Tyrone Munro goes to the wing. And Richie Kennard drops to 18th man. Peter Mamazoulis and Talis Duncan are the new faces on the bench. Let's uh, kick things off with Cameron Murray. Nick, what do we do this week with him? Well, no one has him. So, <laughs> no, well, maybe. So I don't know how many people own him. Can you look that up, Callum, maybe? On your... Yes, mate. You look up the uh, ownership. Um, Cameron Murray is actually a, quite an interesting option for uh, not this week but in the next coming weeks um, as a very discounted middle at 654K. So obviously won't play this week, won't play around 20 because they have the buy. So I'll be coming in around 21 at 654K in two weeks time, which is very cheap for someone like him. And his last two scores have been pretty decent. So uh, what's his ownership there? 13.6%. 13? <laughs> Correct. The- well, they're probably ghost teams. They're probably they're probably teams that don't even play. They probably built their team at the start of the season, forgot their password. Don't <laughs> you love that? Uh, I I did that actually ages ago when I first played. I had a couple of email accounts and I um I, something happened. You donkey! And I made a team and I couldn't get back into it. Anyway, um, I think Karamari will be a good option when you get those eight new trades and if you do need a middle, he could be someone to look at. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Damien Cook? Obviously um, he's dropped fairly down in price at 703 K. Would you target him now or maybe do what Nick said and get him in a couple of weeks time potentially? Yeah. If you're looking for a backup hooker, um, then I'd be waiting a couple more weeks. There's no point rushing him in just yet. Um so yeah, he's been a gun of previous years. He can, if he can find that form again, it'd be great. Um, but personally, I'm not looking to target him. But I, 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 I was going to say, Havili's back playing. He started at hooker. Yeah. So I don't think Cook's going to play 80 minutes anymore. 
Maybe not. So he's probably a bad option. He's probably a trap, you could even say. Keon Koloa... Oh, I, I was always going to struggle with this one. Koloa Matangi, Callum? That's him. Big boys playing for the Blues. Mm. So you should not be buying him. Um, if you're an owner like Nick, it's a little bit of a headache to what you do for the remainder of the season. Nick, I'm assuming you wouldn't be wanting to hold him as a keeper. You probably have a plan to move him out. <laughs> I actually don't have a plan in place, believe it or not. I just I just sort of make it up as I go. This year, it seems to have worked for me. Um, well, mate, you're one of the favourites to win the whole bloody comp. So I've heard, uh, which is quite surprising because I've never won before. But, um, well, obviously I'm holding him because I'm head-to-head at the moment, well, for this week. He's got the buy next week, so I'll have to look at what I want to do because he also will miss the potential grand final if I make it that far. So that's, you know, a bit of a problem. Um, Yeah. However, I think his best scores are yet to come because Cody Walker's been out. Um, Obviously he was, he played last game. Um, Yeah. I just don't think the, and obviously the troll Mitchell's been out this whole time and he sort of hasn't got, you know, like if you have Latrell sweeping around the back, there's gaps for Keon in the second row lines, which he hasn't had in the past six weeks. Um, so I'll be a little bit disappointed because I think he'll, those big scores will come for him that I bought him for. So unfortunately for me, um, I'll probably be looking at, yeah, selling him out next week for someone I do not know yet. Uh, Cal Campbell Graham. Yeah, if you're still an owner of this bloke, I'm assuming you play um, head-to-head or you've forgotten the password for your team. Um, geez, it's tough. If, if you're playing head-to-head, you would hold at the moment. If not, you could just pretty much swap him. Um, similar price tag. People that come to mind, Talakai, Will Penasini. They're decent options to replace him if you're wanting to go to another centre. A team that's looking to bounce back after a really embarrassing loss against the Knights of all teams, uh, the Bulldogs. Any team changes, Cal? Toby Sexy Boy Sexton comes straight in at halfback, having joined the club from the Titans on Tuesday, which is today, coincidentally. Um, Matt Burton shifts to number six. Um, Rajab drops out. Um, and a backline shakeup as well sees Jake Avarillo move to fullback. Jackson Topine or Topany um, and Braden Burns. Uh, they've been named in the centers and Blake Wilson comes in on the wing um, for the New South Wales Blues rep, Josh Adokar. Um, Carl Flanagan comes in on the bench while Hayes Perham and Paul Alamotti are out on the back of the 66 to nil loss to the Newcastle Knights. I know you didn't add him into the run sheet, but it is good news for Toby Sexton. Um, really decent player. Uh, unfortunate that he didn't get a good run this year in the Titans. He had one game, though, for the Titans because we had no other halfbacks. He actually uh, scored pretty decently. I think it was around the 60 to 70. 72. I've got these 72. stats here. Um, so he's coming straight into the Bulldogs. Would this be a good option to bring in this week? and potentially to hold for the rest of the season. Nick. 
Me, yes. I think this is, could be a spice option here, Callum, on the cards. Wow. Really? Yeah. I'll tell oh you why. So that game he played was against the Rabbits in Sydney. So pretty decent team. He had 45 points just in base. So kicking, running, and tackles. Um, he had a try, a try assist. Only one tackle break as well. So that could obviously go up. Um, he had two offloads as well. No errors. Uh, and one six again infringement, I think. So for me, he, he is 603K, 25 break even. So he's going to go up if you don't get him straight away. So now the decision is what halves are you looking at? Obviously everyone has, well, most people have Nico Hines and then either Sean Johnson or Mitchell Moses, or some people have Cameron Munster or DCE. But maybe your backup half, maybe someone, you know, your third half, because you'll need a third half on your bench. Could it be someone like Toby Sexton, who is a safe-ish option at 603K? It possibly could be. Possibly could be. However, the the big concern, I guess, is that he's at a new club and Matt Burton is there still, who's playing 5-8 now. So traditionally, the halfback, though, will get the you know direction of the team kicking, I think Toby Sexton will kick goals, maybe, over Matt Burton. Doesn't really matter. Bulldogs don't score many tries. Um, I think it, it could be it could be a good-ish option as your backup half because um, there aren't a lot of backup halves going around. I'm just saying. There's not a lot of cheapish halves going around that can score well. What's his price at the moment? 603. Cal, what do you reckon? Um, I don't mind the shout from Nick. Um, I won't be purchasing um, because I already own three halves. Don't have any trades left. No, no, I have one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what? The thing I can't wait to see, hopefully, is for him to drop down the averages because I'm sick of seeing him behind Nicker Hines when I go to stats and he's up there with the red dot every week with an average of 72. Um, so I can't wait to see him drop down the order. Um, but look, it's it's tough. You would, you'd have to be a gambling man to be able to take the, the punt and the risk of getting him into your team this week. Um I would advise you to not purchase this week. Have a look to see how the combination goes with Burton first. See what kick meters are going to happen. See who's goal kicking. Make a decision from there. And then if you do need someone who is, as Nick said, slightly cheaper than the other options, who can score a right, bring him in the following week. I just want to point yeah. out, I just looked at his last season stats. He, he uh, missed, on average, four tackles per game. And he only averaged 40.2 in those half when he played halfback. Um, and that game I mentioned that he played this year, he only missed one tackle and obviously scored a try. So it's probably slightly inflated. Well, obviously is. And we've got a lot of stats from last year with the Titans and it's not great. He has some good games. He had, he had about four 60 plus games last year as well, but it's the ones in between that, that I guess are probably the worry. Um, 
Yeah, so maybe, yeah, you could, I guess, look at it this week and see, make a decision. I reckon as well, I'll add in, it's probably bad news if you're a Matt Burton owner. You shouldn't be a Matt Burton owner, but if you are, it's bad news. Correct. Let's talk about uh, the only player that Callum's put in the run sheet for the Bulldogs, Jacob Preston Cal. Uh, what do we do? He's been doing quite fine recent times. Um, there's no need to stress at the moment of getting him out of your team. Um, just oh, personally, I might actually keep him for the whole season yet, uh, just as a backup edge player, because um, obviously I'll have Fafita in a few weeks. Um, so I think it's just someone that you can just leave if you have to. Um, it'd be interesting though to see what happens now. So I believe Sexton will be on Preston's side, maybe. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how their combination goes, whether Sexton's not going to give him much as much of the ball and now his points is going to, like, it'll be obviously impacted from that and get affected. Um, so that that's something that I'm keen to watch this weekend. Um, and then if, you know, if it happens, then I'll just move him on next week. But I think at the moment, as long as everything stays the same and he keeps um, playing the way he has been, you can hold. All right. Uh, Rabideau's taking on the Bulldogs. Nick, who you got? Um, Toss a coin. <laughs> I'll go... Doggies. Up the doggies. <laughs> Cal, who you got? Rabbit. I'm going to go dogs. They need to bounce back after that last performance against the Knights. Uh, we're wrapping up round 19 with Queensland Derby. Um, Titans taking on the Dolphins at Gold Coast. Let's start off with the Titans, Callum. Team changes coming into this week. Phil Simon returns after being a late withdrawal from the Raiders game with a hamstring complaint. So Jojo Fafita goes to the bench. Jaden Campbell is the new fullback with AJ Brimson on Maroon's duty. While Cleese Haas, Isaac Fa'asumala'awi, Jamin Jolliffe join the starting pack in place of Origin Stars, Tino Fa'asumala'awi, Mo Fodawaka and David Fafita. Jacob Alec has been named to make his NRL debut off the bench as well. Uh, let's start off with David Fafita. Obviously, as me- uh, Callum mentioned before, Origin duties. Um, a lot of teams do have the bye with head-to-heads this week. So do you just hang on to David, obviously? Yeah, and then get him as soon as you can if you don't own him. I was just going to say, Callum, you keep saying you're going to get David Fafita, but when, when are you actually going to be able to get David Fafita? Because you keep saying, oh, I'll get him soon. Yeah. I'll get him next week. I'll get him next week. Yeah. You still haven't got him, mate. Righto, mate. Calm down. Um, <laughs> I could have got him last week. Decided against it. Silly, silly boy. Uh, should have picked him up. Um, but look, I'm getting him next week. That is a guarantee. It's a C. Wilton guarantee. You've heard it here first. Put a bet on it. Uh, same situation as Tino for Asulamala because you mentioned it early in the potty that he could potentially be a key player to your finishing team this year. So, Cal, do you reckon Tino, again, if you don't have him, purchase him in the next couple of weeks? My thoughts around Tino this year would be that Yo's a better option, Payne Haas is a better option. Corey Horse was probably a better option and maybe DeBellin as well. Um, in saying that, though, I don't mind Tino if you wanted to go someone a little bit more different. But, I, yeah, those, those other options, in my opinion, are safer and probably better. And, and 
Tino's up at their price anyway, so you may as well get the the better players who have been consistent guns in the past. I've been really happy with Mo Fodawaker. Um, 55 last week against the Raiders. Um, Origin duties as well. So would he potentially be someone to pick up as well at a price of 703, Nick? Well, yeah, I'm in the same boat as you and Callum has MoFo. But I've actually been slightly disappointed. Um, He hasn't actually made me any money since I've got him for about five weeks. So, um, yeah, it's it's not great areas. In, in You know, I wanted to pick someone up who I thought would make a little bit of money. Obviously, he got picked in Origin Game 2 and 3, so that's affected that a little bit. But I wanted to pick someone up to build up a little bit of money to then sell out. I think Mo Fodawaker, you will need to sell out at the end of the season. He's not one of the top. He's probably not even in the top six to eight mids. There's probably six or eight guys that are better than him. So you're probably looking at selling him. Um, And if you don't have him, there's probably a few guys that are a little bit cheaper, as we mentioned, Cameron Murray, who you could probably pick up instead of him later if you don't have him. All right. Uh, Tanner Boyd, in my opinion, one of the best hookers in fantasy this year. Thank you very much. And can't believe you boys have got rid of him. What's going on? Callum got rid of him, mate, back in round five or something. Uh, so, And I'll stand by that decision. Yeah, righto. Um, yeah, I, I got rid of him for reasons, as Callum would say. <laughs> but... I didn't really want to, but yeah, he's probably a really good backup hooker if you don't want to buy another one. So now I don't have really have a backup hooker. I have Turpin, who I'll be selling, and I have Simpkins still, but I will we'll be selling him eventually. And also have Brendan Hands, but he will obviously be a sell as well. So I need to find a backup hooker. Or maybe I just run with Harry Grant and that's it. Might do that. Um, but yeah, Tanner Boy is probably still a hold. I, I would think. say he's probably the best 18th man potentially to run home with at the moment. Yeah. All right. I agree. It's up there. Mm. Uh, they're taking on the Dolphins, who had another loss uh, last round in round 18. Cal, team changes. You and Aiken moves to the centres with Hamaso Tabuai Fido on origin duty. Uh, Cody Nicarima lines up at fullback again, as he did in round 18 against the Broncos. Um, hooker Jeremy Marshall King has been named despite battling an ongoing shoulder problem. Um, but Felice Cafusi is out due to a head knock. Jared Wallace and Anthony Milford both make their returns from suspension on the bench while Herman SASA moves into the starting side. Disappointing score from Lemuelu again, Callum, uh, given your headache at the moment. Yeah, the con artist. Fair income. <laughs> Traded this bloke in, traded him out, traded him back in, traded him out. And you know what? He's out. <laughs> He's gone. I'm sick of him. I'm just, I want I want to hold him. He's starting on the edge this week, obviously, with um, Kafusia. He started last week, played the whole game, 24. Brilliant. It was 30, um, but then went down after the updates to 24. So if you're an owner, it is a headache. There's no doubts around that it's a, Big headache this week. Big headache. Yeah, huge. Um, What's the migraine? 
Yeah, it's large anyway. 64 break even. That's the concern. So if he comes out and scores a 35, he's going to be, he could be below 500K. It's trouble. That's big trouble. Because then you're using money to then get to someone who's going to be decent enough. You might have to spend over 100K to, in, a, on, on, in a center position, sorry. Um, so I'm looking at selling him this week and saying bugger it. Um, I really, really don't want to because I don't want to waste any more trades in the center position, but I think I just have to. I know some people are more inclined to hold um, and there there is an argument to hold, but I think the safest option at the moment with how much cash he's lost over the past couple of weeks is to just say thank you for your contribution this season. Um, goodbye. You don't think he could have a potential big game against the Titans? He could because they're not that good. Um I'm holding, just just saying. I think I'm holding. I'm in I'm in team hold here. Yeah, there's there's definitely an argument for both. Let's That's go cool. to uh Jermaine Azarko, Nicholas. Yes, Jermaine. Look, I think well if I had Jermaine Asarko ah, it's tough. If I had Jermaine Asako and I'm looking to trade him for a wing fullback, there's not a lot of people that I would go to uh, this week. So I guess he would probably hold this week and then look to move him on. I'd be looking at Scott Drinkwater if you don't have him. I'd be looking at Latrell Mitchell when he comes back. Um, that's probably about it, really. Um, obviously, you could go to... Edwards, but I don't think Edwards is that good really. So um and there's also Ruben Garrick and and Tedesco. You could probably can make an argument, but even then, the first two guys I mentioned, Scott Drinkwater and Latrell Mitchell, I think you will need one of them uh running in the back of the season. And I'd probably be inclined to sell a Sarko at the right moment, which is probably in a week or two time. Um, a man who is on origin duty who will wrap up the podcast this week, uh, the hammer, Tabuai Fido, Callum, 27. I actually didn't watch the Dolphins. Um, was there a reason that he only got the 27? Well, he played in the centers this week, um, actually scored the first try, but then it was disallowed, which I didn't really agree with. But anyway, that's just the NRL. Um, well, yeah, I don't know what they're doing anyway. Um, Hammer, I've only got him there really as a cheaper person who has the center wing or fullback duel. If you're looking at, you know, trading, um, a center down, um, obviously he plays origin this week, so you wouldn't be getting him. Uh, and the, I think the Dolphins still have a buyer yet to come as well. So yeah, it's, it's tough. Um, I wouldn't be picking him up while he's in the center position. I'd be waiting for him to go back to wing of well to the to play fullback, um, but yeah, there's there's just better options at the moment until he goes back to fullback. I think. Uh, Titans taking on the Dolphins, Callum. Fins up. Fins up, Nick. Yeah, I tend to agree with fins up. I'm gonna go Gold Coast for obvious reasons. That is round nineteen of the NRL. Uh, Again, lots of buys because next week we've got game three of State of Origin. Uh, and once again, if you have any questions about teams, 
whether it be for head-to-head or, or overall, um, send us a DM on Facebook or Instagram. Just look up Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast for Facebook and Three Blokes NRL Fantasy on Instagram. Uh, Nick, over to you to wrap things up, mate. Well, I really didn't have a lot planned, but um, I guess I'll just make it up as I go. Jeez. All right. What is one description of the word confusion, Riley? Don't know. The St. George Illawarra Dragons. Now, what's another description of the word (laughs) confusion? The Gold Coast Titans. (laughs) 